Hey, Brandon. I've got Gordon Gano, Violent Femme. Hello, sir. How are you? Hey, fine. How are you? Every day is a good day, my man. I appreciate you taking a minute to call us. All right. All right. So particularly what fascinates me about the Violent Femmes is what it does to people. They just light up. People get so excited by the name, by the music, and they're happy about it. And that turned out to be just this movement of people that move their feet and just love it. And so I was thinking that we could potentially bring a couple of the teachers in here to just say hello and just get like some fan reaction to kind of demonstrate what I'm talking about uh, if you're up for such a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like something fun. That's cool, man. And then I thought it might be fun to do a little Violent Femmes trivia with you and see how many of the Violent <laughs> <laughs> so uh, can... Yeah, that, that, that'll, be, that'll be interesting, too, because uh, I, might have, I might know something about the band. I think I do, but I might, there's a lot I probably don't know. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I mean, I've, I, I've pr I'm a promoter, right? So I, I'm one of the people that gets the luxury and privilege of understanding the artist from a different kind of light. And, and so it's cool to, to just get a minute with you here. And it's Gano, right? Gordon Gano. Yeah, my my family always has said Gano. Okay, as a, here in town, there's always a debate because people sometimes say Renoites, but I'm confident we're Renoans because they weren't Romites. <laughs> oh, matter of fact, hey, right. Mr. Heller, you want to jump in and say hello to Mr. Gano? Let's see. Uh, so Mr. Heller's running the yearbook class for the kids that we're doing here. So go ahead, say hello, Paul. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, Paul, you want to tell them a little? Tell them a little about the your your experience with the Femmes. Yeah, well, the interesting story is back in college, I decided to teach myself bass guitar. No prior music experience at all. Just thought, you know, like a, a lot of college kids, wouldn't that be cool? So one of the very first songs that I learned was Lister in the Sun. And as Mrs. Hayes, who's in the room with me, she just <laughs> shared with me, you know, that song just became a soundtrack for our lives. And, you yeah. know, I can think back to, you know, for me, that song would have been about 10 or 12 years old at the time. But, you know, it played a role in, in me picking up an instrument and learning how to play. That's wonderful. That's, <laughs> and I've heard that before, that, that uh, people having their first, uh, whether guitar or bass, that the first thing that they taught themselves how to play was the riff from... Uh, blister in the sun so i've i've heard that um you're not the only one who decided <laughs> to do that it's it's a, and and that's a real honor it's great and also i i i think that anybody that has any interest in learning or playing having fun with any instrument i think no matter when it is if uh you know at any age i think that that's that's a really good thing because it's it's fun to play music. Well, and yeah. I'll tell you, Gordon, that's that's kind of where I was leading off with because the Violent Femmes to me aren't just like a band that played music. I mean, you guys were very honest and you were rolling out instrumentation that was just like, what the heck even is this? And it's so grabbing. I mean, it really grabs you by the core. It, it just really does make you start moving and feeling that groove of music and for for me it kind of never went away this show is so exciting because it just allowed me to dive back into all the songs with like a whole fresh new way of listening to them to just get excited about what's coming and uh you know so i appreciate you guys considering reno on a run like this oh great 
Yeah. But the instrumentation is crazy, and it's it's no uh, no surprise to me that uh, that a lot of people learn their learn their ropes with it. So thanks for hopping on. Yeah, the, yeah. There's always yeah. We love all different, so many different kinds of instruments, and learning about different ones, or finding out about different ones, and then incorporating them into different songs that we're doing. We love doing that. Yeah. Yep. Cool, man. Well, you know, in general, uh, God, the band did 10 albums over the span of 40 years and, you know, things that took you back and forth and all of that. But if I may, one of the more prolific bands that this period in history is probably going to offer us. And I think the further that your music could be heard by ears, the better. It, it just inspires people to go after their artsy side. And I, I think it's great. Yeah, you know, that actually now I, I can think of, I've heard on several different occasions through the years, people telling me that um, uh, that they were inspired to, uh, to, to, to play an instrument because of our group. Um, oh, yeah. Sometimes it's been the violin, which I figure is that somebody would just see me playing violin and, or guitar mm-hmm. or banjo that I've been doing more of it, just whatever it is. I think I have a way of playing where somebody listens and also watches and, 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 and their reaction is I could do that, (laughs) 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 which I think is great because I have heard people and I don't understand. uh, Thankfully, I don't understand this way of thinking, but I, I have heard more than once somebody say that there, there's a musician, whether it's a guitar player or Mm -hmm. somebody or, or whatever it is, and they love that musician and they play and they know, they say, I know I can never, I will never be able to play that well. Yeah. And then they quit and never play music again. Which and I is, just think that seems sad to me. That I just, is yeah, sad. So, yeah. 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 So that's not, I, I go, I go out in the world and inspire people because they think I can, I can do that. I can definitely <laughs> do that. You could do some version of that, my friend. Keep on cranking. You could do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because you can do it too. And you know what? You you actually even already know that you can do it better than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know something? I, I got to imagine that you probably got a lot of that too because that's kind of the kick to the music for me. The Violent Femmes music, it doesn't sound complicated to your mind, but the way that you guys played with the sound and perspective of audio is it's unparalleled to this day. It's unparalleled. And to, to the point in, in which I, I might say that not very many bands went down the road of trying, like truly trying to do what you did in the same kind of significant ways. I think, I think the Femmes really did a, a major thing. And I, I really hope that time continues to unfold them because the band touched on to some pretty important aspects of our humanity, whether you knew it or not, in certain cases, even like, you know, when I hear the song, me and you, everything about that touches on a newfound faith for me. The song sounds like what God might be saying to me and how he would say it. You know what I mean? Like me and you just hanging out and like going, doing our day, you know? It has this vibe of like hanging out with my papa, man. Oh, great. Great. But I'm interested too, you know, as I was reading, uh, I read about 
your your father starting a, a church establishment of sorts also i'm curious about your faith just on a personal we can cut all this out later if you don't want to talk about this stuff but i, <laughs> I am curious about it if it if it well, influenced yeah, the music and, and what yeah i i uh i grew up with my father was a minister and um american baptist was the the church affiliated with and then uh and through my mom, also, she was very much in with um, what would be um, called New Thought Christianity. Sometimes it's referred to as that. Uh, Unity being one of the major um, organizations in, with that sort of thing. Um, so I grew up with, with this, and, and I've, never, I've never had a, a time of rejection uh, for myself. Um, just uh, deepening, expanding, shifting, changing all that stuff really means a lot to me. There's really nothing much that I'd feel like saying about it, except that, well, a song, let's say with the back to the band, a song like, uh, there's a couple of tunes, which I think of as kind of gospel tunes. And, uh, they're, they're sincerely being done, uh, in the, the group with the music. And then also with me, with the lyrics, it's mm-hmm. not a, as it's not intended as any kind of parody or just doing it just for the, just the lark of doing something in a different style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, um, stuff, stuff I feel. And, uh, and it's a part of my life. And it's a part of me. I love that, man. And that's, that's kind of what I was hoping it here is, is, is what that was because another fascinating part of kind of prepping for chatting with you today was it led me down the, the path of the mercy seat, which I was fully oh, unaware yeah. of. Dude, what a cool <laughs> band! That band yeah. has—it was just so fun. I mean, I'm I'm truly lit up for the the show on June eighth. I can't wait over at the Virginia Street Brew House. I know I gotta get I gotta get better at like talking about the stuff that I'm supposed to talk about rather than just like, hey, what interests me about Gordon King? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all right, and that, and that's fine. You can run you you, you want to include any of that stuff that we just talked about. It's fine with me. Oh, that's awesome. Um, you don't have to edit it out if you don't want to, or you can. You can do whatever you can do whatever you want with that. I'm real curious about this the trivia that you had. Were you were gonna quiz me on something? Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, let's dive in. We'll do a little violent femmes trivia with Gordon Gay now. What uh-huh. band was Guy Hoffman with before the Violent Femmes? Oh well I know I know that. I'm really happy to to say that now it's not i'm not like is there anybody that i'm in uh that that's also playing along with me or is it just me it's just you i we kind of okay. <laughs> we kind of let the teachers go do their thing <laughs> oh yeah they've <laughs> it's they actually it's a uh it's a school day so uh they better they probably have something important to do I, well you know I it's think, funny but... okay so check this out i'll sidebar you real quick we were supposed to be because i'm i'm helping them tomorrow with the kids class. So I didn't want to schlep all the gear out. I called them a couple of days in advance said, Hey, if I got to move this stuff, let me know. But they said, no, go ahead, come down. You can use the yoga room. But the room we've been using today happens to be teacher appreciation week. So there was a big surprise when nobody was expecting the room to be empty. And it was a surprise uh, that all of a sudden they're filling it up with a buffet and there's 40 people in there. And I'm like, okay. So the teacher, oh, wow. one of the teachers is just a diehard Femmes fans. She's like, I will take my kids anywhere. You can use the class. But anyway, so they, they now are taking the kids out to another classroom so we can finish and they'll come back in. And it was, 
Um, so, yes, I answer, and I wasn't stalling for time. I knew right away Guy <laughs> Hoffman, a favorite group. They were the very popular group in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, for the that scene of punk changing into new wave or where, whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, and they're called the Oil Tasters. Oh, there he is. All right. Uh, yeah, and then the Oil Tasters is what I'm thinking of, but Guy Hoffman also was in, well, he was in the Bodines also, wasn't he? He was in the Bodines, <laughs> the bonus point. Is that, the, is that the group that you were thinking of and not the Oil Tasters? I wrote them both down because I was going to see <laughs> if you went to the Bodines or the Oil Tasters first, but you did not let me well, down. Yeah. No, it was like oil tasters. I get excited about just thinking. I think they had a, um, a re-release, reissue some years back of of their tracks. I, I just, yeah, I, I remember going to see them play and just just loving it. Yep. Um, and, and and some of the songs just sticking in my head through all these years. So yeah, for me, that's the that's the number one reference. And then it's like. Oh, yeah, he was also in that really popular <laughs> other band. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, man, that's about the story of the Femmes, if you ask me. That's that's yeah. truly what it is to me that's so grabbing, is that it's so honest that you actually might expect, like when people sometimes ask me, do you listen? I've not listened to too many podcasts. This happened because I'm a concert promoter that needs to open up more mediums. And frankly, mm. Reno's a small town where you don't get a lot of support unless you're going out and just shaking, shaking, shaking for it. And so I thought, you know, we need to just put this all in house. I, I understand. Good. Jared. Let's fire yeah. off two quick ones and then we'll, we'll dive into Gordon Gano trivia specifically. Country Death Song <laughs> was written in which 10th grade class? Well, I, I I know the real story. I don't know the one you're getting, but I know the real one because I knew that guy. <laughs> I would love to. Hear yeah, we went to the same high school. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, that was written through the course of the day um, about a verse in each class. So I probably started. It might be written somewhere as being in a study hall or something, but it was written. Um, I just basically during each class I had, I wrote another verse. Um, and then just kind of assembled them and put them all together. And at that time, I was only writing usually with a guitar in hand and having words and music come together. But this was one where I just had like this sense of in my head of like this older ballady mm -hmm. tale being told and just a general feeling of the melody. But I, I didn't really have anything specific. I was just writing the words in this style of songs that I grew up hearing uh, a lot of those kinds of songs. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so that was, that's my answer is that it is actually, and I wonder if that's the same thing you have. There was written about a verse in each class through the whole day. Well, I wrote down study hall because that's what the internet told me to write down. Yeah. Well, that was it. I think it was some, some one time uh, Brian Ritchie had put together a whole thing online with violent femme trivia. And there's some pretty wild stuff. And and it was all true, so it could be that he just wrote down Study Hall with this with this song. Nice. And that's the first song you ever played for him. That is what I found. Oh, really? Yep. That's the, the first one he heard? Well, okay. I should have stumped you with the, the question, one. darn it. Oh, no, you would have told you would have got me on that one. I, <laughs> I have no idea. 
Well, sir, I do appreciate you taking some time here and and taking a phone call with us. Reno is a really cool little town. I, I just am excited. You've been here before. I don't have to tell you. And we're just really excited for you to be here uh, Wednesday, June 8th at the Virginia Street Brew House. Uh, Gordon Gano of the Violent Femmes. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. And, you know, I'll make one other reference to Reno. Reno has a place of distinction in being the first city it's the first verse, I think, of the first city mentioned in the I've Been Everywhere Man song. Uh-huh. I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, <laughs> Minnesota, and so on, which I've actually taken. The, I've, I've, I took the efforts to learn that whole song. Nice. Um, and, and actually, before that, maybe part of the reason is that my father did the same thing. When I was a little kid, I heard him like playing and playing singing that, that song. And I'm sure just picking up the needle on the on the on the vinyl and just <laughs> let me hear that again and jotting down all the names of the song. I think he changed some because he had moved around a lot. I think he put in some of his the cities he had lived in, which actually even in the original Havistraw is a is a town that he had lived in before I arrived. Uh-huh. Um, interesting. But anyway, digressing. But Reno is how all this massive list of, of cities and places <laughs> in the whole country, the first is named Reno. Dude, and we got a real soft spot for that song here, so learning that song is going to definitely win <laughs> yeah. a crowd here. You know, it's interesting, and I won't keep you a ton longer, but I part of what I went through in this major life transformation left me with an album that I've been sort of putting together on my own for the better part of four and a half years, and I look at it in a certain kind of light, and one of the songs we remixed was that because my life as a promoter took me across 44 cities, and I was trying ah. to personally attend all these things. I mean, dude, I've produced... 3,000 shows at every level. I've absorbed more rock and roll than most rock and rollers. So I, wow. I've got some yeah, pretty wow. cool like remixes from like Bad Company and The Who. And I think I even have a Femmes tune in there and stuff that I want to do. And so what I do is I try to highlight bands that I think should be a little more lasting through time with the generations. And so I'm, I take the remixes and I kind of cut them up and then I tell my story over them in such a way that it lines up with the lessons from the songs. And so sometimes you leave some of the, the, the lyrics from the song in and sometimes it's the storyteller speaking and so on and so forth. But it's been a lot of fun to work on that project. I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to look for like producing on it and, and to do something because I've got some film crew that, that wants to take it for streaming platforms and we've got quite a bit of B-roll so far and it just, it's just starting to take shape. It's amazing what happens when he takes wow. over, man. Wow, that sounds very ambitious, and uh, uh, you know, all the best to you for continuing on on that project. That's impressive. Yeah, thank you. Well, one more time, Mr. Gordon Gano, the Violent Femmes. It was a true pleasure to talk to you today, sir. I thank you very much. Uh, likewise for myself. It was uh, nice talking with you. Cool. You have a good day, sir. All right. Thank you. You too. And say hi to the, all the middle school and the teachers and everybody.